Good evening and welcome to another episode of Indeed, the independent wrestling podcast where every week Righteous Reg and I talk to some great folks from all around the world of independent wrestling. We uh, we missed last week. We uh, we both got double sick. It's the first time it's ever happened. Uh, there's been some horrible cold just killing everybody lately. So uh, we're yeah, we, we got victimized by it last week, but we're back. Reg, how you doing? I'm doing great. It's your favorite rapper, your favorite writer, your favorite podcaster. Very excited to be here. Feeling better after what Mike described uh, last week. Terrible stuff. But we are here. We're virtual. Everybody's here. Very excited about this. We got some very, very, very special guests here today, Mike. I mean, when you talk about the new independent wrestling tag team around here, Cameras get knocked Wait, out. Wait, hold That's on. I, I, I accidentally me. unplugged it. I was blowing up. What, what is this? Like, what is yo. this camera? He's plexed too hard. What is oh, this? <laughs> this cam- oh, that's my is that uh, your, virtual. Is that your under desk camera? What is that? <laughs> that's my that hidden cam. Camera? I put it's that in my camera. guest room. <laughs> Switch to covert mode or something. Okay, we're back. Yeah, we're back. Yeah, All right. You want to talk about double sick? The, well, you, here you've got some double sick guests in yeah. Mason Madden and Mansoor, mm. MXM. Hell yeah, we've had we've had everyone on this show: comedians, videographers, wrestlers. First time having models. This is awesome. It's crazy. Uh, and I, I think that's kind of a great place to start because you guys, you you guys took like a, a a gimmick that was presented to you, and you kind of just ran with something that a lot of people would have gone Ooh, about and. No, you you own you owned it. You ate it, as the kids would say these days. Uh, we ate. We, we ate that up. Crumbs. Yep. <laughs> but uh, so you know, now you're out in the independent wrestling world. Uh, you know, uh, there's tons of interviews out there that are gonna that you know that get into your time in uh, WWE. But we're here to talk about independent wrestling. That's what we do. Mm-hmm. Um, and you were uh, uh, something I'd like to bring up real quick is uh, something one of our guests said about you a few weeks ago. So I'll leave it uh, into the the wise words of Effie. You know, people have said, "What what's the what's the deal with Mason Mansoor? Are they gay? They are not gay." But the rules with Big Gay Brunch are this: you either need to be an LGBTQ talent on the come up, or you need to be something that the people want to see. And they mm-hmm. have. I've been watching a lot of their Twitch shows. These guys are hilarious. They have the attitude I want. They have the uh, the charisma and the uniqueness, nerve, and talent that I want. They're coming in to do the work. Uh, Mansoor goes way back with Dark Sheik, with Hood Slam, with that crew. Mace is just one of the funniest dudes I've ever seen perform live. And fans are clamoring to see, once they've seen them on TV and seen what they've been doing, they want to see Bussy next to Mason Mansoor, and we're going to give them what they want. I'm a promoter in the sense that I want to sell tickets to the show, and this is a match that people want to see. This is one of their first appearances as a team together, and I think they're ready to show the world that they're going to put in the work too. They're not here for just a short little nostalgia run. Mason Mansoor wants to go out and uh, continue doing weird stuff, wild stuff. Obviously, they showed up at Deadlock Pro, which was incredible because that's a whole different Mason Mansoor than we're used to getting, a very intense, very focused version. But I hope with this match, you're going to see a lot of wrestling in it, obviously because Allie forces me to do a lot of wrestling. Uh, <laughs> but you're also going to get the goofiness, the fun, the parade of fashion and the magic uh, that a big, big big gay brunch promises. Oh, thank, thank goodness. I, I, I didn't know they didn't know we weren't gay. <laughs> <laughs> 
I was I was really worried. I thought we were gonna have to go undercover for. A I love it. That's how we. That's what we do here at Indeed. We give relief so people yes. know off rip. Effie gave up exactly what it is with Big Gay Brunch. Yeah, that, Effie's that is so a, awesome. A huge weight off of our shoulders. That yeah. was really <laughs> Effie is amazing. What a what an incredible and kind thing to say about us. Uh, we appreciate that. I think is a hundred percent right. Um, I think that is a match that people want to see big time. I remember when the announcement came out, it got like a tremendous reaction. Uh, people were going crazy. And this is, in fact, even though it's not our first appearance as a tag team, it is our first appearance as our maximum alter egos. <laughs> so uh, Effie was correct in saying, yes, we went to Deadlock Pro Wrestling, and that was a very focused, intense work rate uh sort of style that we like to do but at the same time i like to call ourselves swiss army wrestlers because we can do pretty much anything we can have that crazy um you know fucking five star match and we can also go out there as the male models and just be the most entertaining funny uh incredible act that you could possibly see so whether it's one weekend at dpw or one weekend at uh, gcw or effies we do it all and we uh, excel at it you're gonna get you're gonna get both sides of uh of our of our duality in the, the past two weeks. You, you got us at DPW. You're going to get us at uh, Effie's Big Gay Brunch, and it's going to be a completely different show. We're going to have so much fun. I think this was, uh, Mansoor, was this the first big announcement of a show that we were on? It was, yes. I remember because the, the reaction was Because it was crazy. early, and we were kind of yeah. worried. We were like, ooh, are we going to get in trouble for this? And then we yeah. stopped caring about getting in trouble because we were That's already right. fired. That's right. That's right. That's right. <laughs> Sounds like that ass stayed in trouble, honestly. With all no, the, the yeah. clips up in here, I'm like, were you guys not in trouble ever? We're not, uh, not in trouble. Uh, yeah. It wasn't our fault. It wasn't our fault, to quote <laughs> the great up. Gene Snitsky. Yeah. Hey, uh, uh, in that Effie clip, uh, I want to start because you guys are, if some of you back are in the, in the independent wrestling scene and just kind of starting on the independent wrestling scene. Uh, Mansoor, you here, I live in Oakland, California, oh, so sweet. I'm Bay Area boy. I've been to some wrestling shows here that have a shrine to you. Like, what? What? There's like, they're like, Manny, he's the man. He's the, like, I've been to places where is you're it, Is it like the rat hole in Chicago? <laughs> where are you finding these? Because I'd I like think, to go. I think one was at a place that we've trashed on our uh, podcast before East Bay Pro Wrestling, but they have oh, like a little Manny Shrine, and there's was... a couple other places that are just like they love you here in the Bay Area. And recently, you had that wow. match with uh with Dark Sheik, yes, and in Hood Slam, another place where they love you. Talk to us about kind of the Bay Area's love for you because there there's a certain kind of energy when your name comes up around here. Yeah, a lot of people don't really know that I wasn't just some Saudi local who got picked up and had my first match with uh, Claudio Castagnoli or, or in the biggest battle royal ever. Uh, I did have a little bit of an indie run. Uh, I started training when I was 18 years old, living in the Bay Area. Um, I'd finish school. I'd uh, take the bus to a ferry because I lived in Alameda. You know Alameda, right, Reg? It's yep. this, like, island. And then from Alameda, I'd uh, ride my bike to uh, Oakland through a tunnel to go to Stoner U where the Stoner Brothers trained me. Uh, and it's always so funny when I talk about my time at Stone New and Hoodslam because this is like such an incredible party environment. Yeah. And uh, drinks are shared, blunts are shared, like everything's been shared. But I've always been squeaky clean. My, straight edge. I don't His drink. Addiction I don't smoke. Competition. My only addiction is competition and other <laughs> things I can't name on air. But yeah, I will say that uh, the time that I came up in the Bay Area wrestling at places like, you know, Hoodslam, East Bay Pro Wrestling and, and, and various other promotions. 
uh, were great learning experiences. And I'm so incredibly happy that I get to come back now after the time that I spent in WWE and everything I learned in WWE. It, it, it's so crazy to me because I remember, not at Hood Slam, obviously, because they take care of their people, but I would mm -hmm. do shows for free. I'd build the ring and I'd just hope yeah. to get on. Uh, if I was lucky, I'd get 20 bucks. Uh, and that would cover gas and maybe an In-N-Out meal. And, and now I get to fly over from Orlando and get treated like the fucking king, uh, which, you know, is super cool. But really, the only thing I really care about is that I get to wrestle people I want to wrestle. And, and I remember talking to Sheik and I was like, my first match back, it's got to be you because you were my last match in Hood Slam. Uh, I turned 18 that show and then I was sort of ferried off to uh, New York, as they like to call it. And now I come back for a full circle sort of... Um, Old chapter closing, new chapter opening kind of deal. I, I'm incredibly proud of that match. And Sheik has always been an incredible performer. And she's given me two of my best matches. So, you know, I, I, I can't say enough good things about her. Love that. Uh, on the flip side for you, Mason, like how uh, hearing about like Hood Slam and all these, you know, uh, you know, kind of stepping out and, you know, seeing DPW, you guys are about to step into GCW. Uh, you know, with this like big kind of first like real foray out into the, the modern independent landscape now after being you know signed for so many years what's uh what's what's that what's that like on your side honestly it's just been a matter of going out and seeing all of these places and seeing all these people who are doing this so well and so professionally um you know you always hear horror stories about the independence um my prestigious independent career uh, that took place over the course of a year, only in one uh, reality of wrestling in Houston, Texas, mm -hmm. uh, I only experienced kind of like the WWE environment because even Booker at that point was just running a show like WWE runs a show. So it was a very right. easy transition for me. But to go to uh, places like DPW, uh, to go to places like we're going to be at GCW and to see them you know, thriving and doing their own thing their own way. It's, uh, it's very like liberating because, mm -hmm. you know, you kind of get smothered by the system that you're a part of for all this time. And to be able to go out and see that there's life elsewhere and to be able to like enjoy yourself and have fun. Like I'm actually excited to go to work uh, when we go on the weekends, which is yes. a completely different experience than I'm used to in the past couple of years. Yeah, we're you having know, a blast. Oh, no, go ahead. Uh, no worries. I just I just wanted to say like I have never felt this fulfilled doing my job. Uh, WWE. Uh, the best thing about WWE is that they pay you a shit ton of money, but for ninety nine percent of it, you're absolutely miserable. Like they find a way, they find a way to take fucking uh, play fighting in spandex and make it not fun. I don't know how they do it, but they do it. Not really shitting on them because they took very good care of us. Uh, the the roof uh, over my daughter and my wife's head is because of them and the opportunities they provided us so 100 no sour grapes there what i mean to say is man being able to come out and make we always say like we need to make w's for ourselves because in wwe you don't get a w unless they let you have a w but on the independence it's all about what you can present with your own creative freedom going out there having the kind of match you want to have i remember we, when we when we had our first dpw match I was talking to Mason, I was like, dude, we got to fucking go in this match. We got to have yeah. exactly the kind of match that people do not expect us to have. And we're and absolutely... We, did. we fit a 20-minute match in 14 minutes. And yeah, we were we two were... minutes over our time. <laughs> we stuffed hey. it. We fucking... We were stuffing <laughs> like... spots and false finishes and crazy-ass moves because we knew we had to. Because and when that's we had to independent show people, wrestling, baby. 100%. 100%. <laughs> Terry Taylor, Red Rooster, God 
rest his soul. Uh, we he's alive. He's a hundred percent alive. He's still. <laughs> no, he's. We're dead to him now. He's still rooster in somewhere. That's true. That's true. <laughs> yeah, it's 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 incredible. And and uh, the the match that we're gonna have at Effie's, um, it's not gonna be a fucking. Uh, uh, we're not gonna be lazy there either. We're gonna have. We just don't need as to intense... drop somebody on their head. No, we don't have to drop Effie or Ali on their heads. Although we Unless might. They want to. Oh, uh, we might. Uh, but it's still going to be just as entertaining and just as exciting because we can adapt to both styles and we're happy to do so. I I, I was going to say that about uh, I I did notice that with the Miracle Generation match you uh, you managed to get the safety police out after uh, after Let's after go! hitting after hitting the centerfold one time so that's uh, that's pretty awesome uh, also congrats on having a successful finisher because it obviously you know people think you killed him exactly I'm so excited so I'm so it. happy I'm so happy that people think or know that that mm-hmm. move kills people because it's yeah. a finish and it should. Look, Dustin, Dustin, Dustin Wilder plays build mode Fortnite. He deserves whatever's coming. <laughs> God, he's like 22 or 21, yeah. right? Yeah, I don't yeah. feel bad for killing him. That's what, the, yeah. that's what the weird thing is being on the independence now is uh, in WWE. I mean, I'm a little bit older than Mansoor, but like we were the youngest guys in the locker room for the most part. Uh, we were the babies. So I've had multiple matches with numerous 21 22 23 year olds where i feel like i'm the undertaker now and i'm like all right kids <laughs> let's let's learn to slow down and listen i can't to the crowd stand here. it i can't it's stand so it. weird and they're so talented every one of these young kids that we've stepped in the ring with are so good already which uh, is insane i hate it i they, yeah. i hate their guts it drives me nuts i feel like a fucking boomer uh, at 28, <laughs> at 28, 28, I came up. Boomer. I just, oh my god! Because especially because when I was their age, I was not at the level they were at. These <laughs> fuck, I don't know what they put in the in the food they're feeding these kids and their fucking lunchables nowadays. But they're it's way the better than I was. Dude, the they're like 19 the and they're 18 and 19. They're even younger than like 21 and 22. It's crazy Ugh. these days. It's sickening at this point. Yeah. Uh, you know, you know, Mace. I just saw a clip of you talking to the homie. Shout out to Muscle Man Malcolm, and you. We're talking about facing off of Brock Lesnar and them thinking, oh, well, you're way bigger than most people expected. Coming to the independence, you're about to be a gigantic. I'm Andre the Giant. You're going to be the biggest guy in every building you go into. Is is there going to be an adjustment or are you just going to come in big booting everybody? Honestly, the adjustment is uh, dependent on the booker. Uh, no pun intended, Booker in my match at Reality Wrestling a couple of weeks ago told me uh, to stop slip sliding around like a, like a little freak because <laughs> I'm eight feet tall. And so, you know, if, uh, <laughs> if the person booking the show wants to see me, you know, pull down the strap and be Andre the Giant, shout out to Andrew Everett, um, I- I'm willing to do that. That makes my life a lot easier. But uh, having been repressed for like eight years and not been able to do moves in eight years, I kind of just want to do moves and do stuff. So <laughs> um, it's it's up to Mansoor to kind of reel me in, especially in these tag team matches. But, um, you know, thankfully he made me take all the bumps last week. So I um... feel so bad. Okay, so in <laughs> WWE, uh, Mace would take maybe one bump a match. Maybe, if, if any. If that. If any. That's not your job there to bump. Not, not at all. Job. But yeah. with this match with Miracle Generation at DPW, it just the way it ended up, he took Mansour's all like, the big Mansour's moves. on the plane. We're calling the we're, we're talking the match back and forth, and he's like, "Yeah, I'll take the heat." And I'm like, "Yeah, yeah, you will." 
And then uh, we we didn't really factor in that the fact that we're not doing a, a two-minute uh, WWE TV match. We're doing an independent, multiple layers, multiple oh, yeah. false finishes. Oh, yeah. And uh, so he took the Just heat. the way I like it. I just happened to take the first falsy, the second falsy, the third falsy. He took a, he <laughs> took then... a German? He's the, and he's, oh, God, it's been how many years since you took a fucking German suplex? I haven't taken a German ever. Ever? Yeah, he took a German suplex. He took a superplex off Who's the top German rope. Who's Germaning me? <laughs> Seriously, bro. Okay, so the thing is, thing. psychologically, if you see these two guys doing a fucking falsy on him, it's way more believable as a finish because... Oh, I just did it on the biggest guy. So right. that's my fucking uh, thinking when I make Mason take all those moves, and I'm sure he's feeling it in his hips now. No, my hips are big and strong. Mm-hmm. You know, hips don't lie. Hips. Birthing yeah. hips. Hey, hey look. Spe- so, though, so you, yeah, you wrestled the uh, the independent wrestling uh, IWTV tag champions, although that was a DPW in a non-title match. Uh, you you, you got to go to the Northeastern U.S. To, to challenge for those belts. Wow, Mason's from mm-hmm. there. That's where, but, uh, but That's where I'm from. That's where I'm from. Current reigning C4 wrestling tag champion, Puff, in the Puff! chat here. They're trying to come to C4? Is, I'm trying is to go a, everywhere, Puff. Is that is that a challenge, Puff? Are you... Are you, uh, are you is that are live you on pretty, stream? Are you in, yeah. yeah. That's in the chat. Are you and Pretty Ricky going to put the... Uh, oh, Pretty Ricky is not prettier than us. That's for damn yeah. sure. Oh, let's settle oh, the score. Tired. Let's settle the score whenever, wherever. C4, we'll come. We'll come all over you. We'll come everywhere. Yeah. We'll, and come we'll come all over and inside you. We'll come everywhere and we'll come all over the people watching. You understand? Because we are the most attractive, the most dastardly handsome tag team in all of professional wrestling, not just the And we'll drop you on your neck. And we'll drop you on your goddamn head. Maybe right. not you. Maybe your partner. Yeah. I want to say I'm Ricky's up, a little bit smaller. <laughs> yeah, I'm hoping Ricky's a little. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty pretty Ricky gets the centerfold. Yeah, good. Uh, centerfold. You love it, right? It's a great name for a finish. It's a good name. It's Come an amazing been, name. It would have been a great name to hear Michael Cole say out loud if we ever did it. And we never won. <laughs> so Did you guys uh, kind of like off the bat? Because what you're talking about is you were kind of, you know, bench players kind of called into action at certain times. Were you guys planning for this kind of run that you're on now back then of like, if we get the opportunity to really cook, this is what we're going to do? Or was it like, all right, we've kind of landed in this position. Let's see where we can go as an independent tag team. I mean, yeah, we're not really coming up with anything new uh, in these matches. It's all, you you know, we weren't just sitting there planning on being jobbers forever. Uh, (laughs) We we thought, hey, maybe if there was a false finish in one of our matches, this is what we could do here. Or Mm. um, uh, I'm so big that most of the things I do look like false finishes anywhere. So like, it's like uh, it's just a matter of getting to actually do them and place them in matches and have matches that go, you know, for a decent length. We were um, lucky enough to have uh, house show matches that, uh, you know, non-televised, but at the same time, we were having experience working guys like the New Day, Alpha Academy, mm-hmm. in these matches where we did get a little bit of time. We did get to work a little more extensively on spots and sequences that uh, were a little more exciting and a little more impactful. So I'm glad that we did that because that definitely saved my uh, mentality, or, or rather, saved my mind because if it wasn't for those house show loops, shit. I mean, we would have nothing. I mean, those matches were our pride and joy, and only the people of Missoula, Montana, will ever know how hard we worked as a maximum. 
<laughs> yeah, and Europe. Thank God we had those European loops. Uh, they'll they'll know how they know how hard we worked as the maximum male models. I and uh, speaking of you know kind of getting to you know work a little like more extensively and stuff and uh, you know you're just talking about having that you know that 14 minutes and you, you know with uh, miracle generation I uh, you know have you know a match coming up obviously with uh, Bosi and then your you know a bunch of singles appearances here and there. Um, what's been kind of like putting you know actually getting to kind of you know just take the reins with your matches and put all your you know just do do it all your way now uh instead of having like you know outside input and kind of direction with everything you're doing it kind of goes back to what mansoor said earlier about just actually being able to make our own w's um Mm -hmm. in wwe it's so micromanaged and rightfully so it's a television show uh where you have to go through your producer and things need to get approved and every camera angle needs to be organized before the match um for us to be able to, you know, just go out on our own freedom, um, do what we think works and, you know, in test, see what works, see what doesn't work, see what the crowd reacts to here. Um, and still incorporating some of that, you know, bigger television style where you're trying to, you know, display emotions and tell a story throughout a match. Um, it's, it's just been a whole different adventure and it's been a lot of fun. Yeah, I, I we had pretty good relationships with the producers, so it was typically, especially after a while, once we started getting going, the wheels started turning on the tag team, uh, they started to trust us. I'll never forget, like, every time we had a new house show loop with a new producer, because the producers would travel with the talent at all these shows, they'd see our match and go, holy shit, I didn't know you guys could work like that. <laughs> uh, you know, whether it was Abyss or Petey Williams or, or Tyson Kidd. Or Davari, all these guys were like, "Shit, you guys are fucking good!" Like we didn't know. You guys would have killed it on TNA with us in 2008. <laughs> mm. Yeah. Um, so you know, it was really cool. But then when when you get to TV, God, there's just so much involved with that. I mean, we have to rehearse every single little thing. Um, like May said, every camera angle, uh, every uh, spot that goes into a commercial break, every spot that comes out of a commercial break. So. It's cool just to be able to flow and, and kind of create and uh, build a body of work that we can be proud of, that we can build upon and say, this is what we're capable of when you leave us to our own devices. Coming off, uh, yeah, coming off of uh, coming into this new kind of climate of independent wrestling and there's independent wrestling tag team champions, a good number of very fine independent tag teams out here. What are you guys bringing that's going to separate you from the other independent tag teams, Miracle Generation, Los Suavecitos, all these great tag teams. What separates you guys from them besides, you know, you guys were up at the dance for a long time? Well, one thing I can think of is the fact that we're fucking huge. (laughs) Super heavyweight tag team, especially on the independents. Everybody (laughs) thinks I'm short when they, they think I'm short and they meet me and they go, oh, oh, because I'm like 206 pounds. They go, oh, I didn't know it. Yeah, it's because I stand next to a goddamn six foot nine guy. What a load of shit. I got screwed. But that's okay, because he's my best friend. <laughs> you got two guys. Uh, one of them's pretty big for the indies, and the other guy's pretty big, actually very big for the world. Yeah. So totally. uh, it's not just a small man, big man tag team. You got two guys who mix power and speed, and uh, we have an impactful style, but at the same time, we're incredibly entertaining, charismatic. We're doing two gimmicks at the same time. 
Uh, we go both put, ways. We swing both mm. ways. We uh, we promote your shows uh, creatively in the sense that we have this big audience through Twitch. Uh, we came out to DPW and uh, the announcer was like, where do you want me to announce you guys from? And I said, just say we're coming from our Twitch stream. We got to put that over. Uh, we're just we're just like I said, always we're Swiss, working. We're Swiss Army wrestlers. I mean, we, we learned by being the maximum male models how to take something and make it our own and put enough of our personality into something. Because I would say that the, the gimmick that we do when we're just MXM, like in DPW, is essentially just ourselves, like the old phrase goes, turn to 11. And mm -hmm. I'm confident enough in our ability to charm and entertain as human beings uh, to take that and turn that up to 11 and make it be entertaining as a professional wrestling character. So we got the work, we got the personality, we got the look. And as far as I'm concerned, those three things, once you got those in spades, then you uh, are ace. I would, uh, I would have to agree with you there. And you did mention the Twitch stream. That's actually kind of something I wanted to get to because uh, you, you know you talked about kind of doing the work and something that you know right immediately you know upon being released. You're not long after you, you know you're both kind of making videos. You got this, you, you know you got got the content train rolling already. You're not necessarily able to like wrestle anywhere for ninety days, but you certainly like made the most of that time anyway. And you know, uh, building hype, staying relevant, kind of generating buzz. Uh, what was, what was that like? Stretch of time between, you know, it, of just kind of getting things ready and knowing. Uh, although you did kind of show up at eighty-one at the eighty-one day mark, after, you know. But, we did, yeah. Um, no, to your point, it wasn't just not too long after we got fired. It was the day we got fired was our first big Twitch stream back. Um, mm. The day we got our calls. Uh, I hit up Mansoor and I was like, hey, uh, are you, how are you feeling? You're like, yeah, I'm all right. Like, you feel like streaming? We were like, yeah, let's stream. So, um, you know, the 90-day thing is more or less designed to cool you off. It's made, yeah. it's made so that, you know, people forget about you and you kind of have to lay low. And because we had the opportunity to use this platform and uh, because one of the bigger parts of us as an act is that we're just entertaining and our chemistry together is very good, we could still do that and we could still present that to the world and keep our names relevant and we could do so by telling all these ridiculous stories of our time in the freaking clown world that is wwe so um we owe a lot of our relevance or anything that anybody's interested in us to that time and it kept us very sane because i could not imagine if we were doing nothing for 90 days it's a it's a bit of time yeah 81 yeah. days because we 81 days yeah, we're outlaws. You guys think in trouble for that? Nope. Not nice. legally. <laughs> Not yet. <laughs> so, uh, Big Gay Brunch is this weekend. Big, 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 big show going on. Um, there's a crazy card announced. You guys have been announced for this. What are you going to bring to Big Gay Brunch? Allie and Effie, they're waiting for this beat down. Um, this is going to be your second match back, right, to the independents. What are you guys going to bring different that's going to be in deep than you did in DPW? And do you, what what are some of your goals? I think uh, coming into and what are you going to do as an independent tag team? So you the, know, whenever they have a Hell in a Cell match, and, you know, <laughs> Finn Balor is going into Hell in a Cell, and he needs to go to that dark place. He needs to find that evil within himself to thrive in that environment, right? When he has to become the Demon King. For mm -hmm. us, 
big gay brunch is a certain type of environment, a certain type of environment that we need to bring out the darkest part of ourselves in order to thrive amongst the brunchies. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So we're going to go back to that dark place and we're going to bring it on Saturday at big gay brunch. Yeah. I think that uh, people are going to be very impressed with just how quickly we flipped that switch and go from uh, the match we had at DPW to the match we're going to have at Big Gay Brunch. Uh, Ali and Effie, of course, incredibly over uh, professional wrestlers as a team who uh, made themselves. I mean, I'm so impressed by, by people like that. Um, you know, Danhausen, uh, Warhorse, uh, all these professional wrestlers who didn't have their cup of coffee in WWE, but still managed to make themselves commodities and names on the independent scene. And not uh, only because, that, but they did it in a time where it was very hard to do it. Like in the right, past yeah. couple of years, it's been very hard on the independent scene. And I've seen that just from, you know, friends and knowing that, uh, you know, post-pandemic, it's been, it's taken a while for it to come back. And those are the type of people that because they were so consistent and they are over and people love them, those are the people that kept the independence alive through this time mm-hmm. and even allow us to be able to come back to it. Effie. Shout out to Effie. Shout out yeah. to Effie. <laughs> Love Effie. Um, all right. Well, before we uh so before we before we wrap up and get out of here get you guys out of here, uh you, you, you uh you know it is it is Rumble weekend. There is a bunch of other wrestling happening around Tampa. Where else uh where else do you have coming up besides uh just you know big gay brunch this weekend? And I know Mansoury wrestling at GCW on Friday night as well, right? That is correct. We are also going to Poland. We're taking oh. a walk to Poland. What? Oh, no. shout, out, shout out to my motherland. Hello. Mm. Oh, sweet. Yeah. First, <laughs> I've, I've uh... been on multiple podcasts, said I'm going to Poland, and then they said it's my motherland. What is it with American <laughs> Polish podcasters? No. You, Something something about like uh like first generation North American children of Polish immigrants just mm-hmm. love their pro wrestling. It I, I don't know what it is. It yeah, that that's just how it be apparently. <laughs> yeah, that's our first international date, uh one of many, but the only one we can talk about right now. Um I'm going to be in Texas uh February 17th uh for Revolver. Uh, and then the next week, we're both going to be in Montana for Flashback mm-hmm. Pro Wrestling. Uh, right. Mace, I know that you have some singles dates. Yeah, I'm going to be also in Texas for Reality of Wrestling next month. I think that's announced because I announced it on our schedule that I just posted a few minutes ago. So hopefully I'm not getting in trouble. But um, yeah, <laughs> That's been doing... the hardest part of this thing is like not knowing when to talk about dates. Because we, we're booked yeah. up until May. Like, every weekend we're working. So, it's like, what are we allowed to talk about? What are we not allowed to talk about? Oh, Yeah, but, uh, so, Mace, February 10th, you're working uh, Reality Wrestling in Texas? Yes. Oh, well, and we're together. Getting... We're together a lot in the next month. Or March so. 16th, we'll be at uh, Glory Pro uh, in St. Louis, oh, Missouri. Oh, sweet. And then the hey. next day, uh, the next morning, we're going to be at the Wrestling Guy store for a signing. And then later that day, we're going to be at Pandemonium Pro in Los Angeles. Uh, I'm sorry. Yeah, later that day. Um, mm. So, yeah, we're keeping busy. Hell, yeah. That's a good schedule. There's uh, I, I like hearing that you're booked up till May. There's a particular week in April that I'm interested to see what you guys have planned for. Because I'm sure <laughs> that you have... I'm sure you have plenty of plans on that week that uh, we just won't hear about for another couple of weeks. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. 
uh where uh where else like you know out in the you know plug, plug all your stuff where can people find you at out in the uh the digital world you can find uh me on twitter at great black otaku on instagram same thing and most importantly on twitch great black otaku where we stream two to three times a week we tell stories like we did today and we also play tew where we book the year 2006 uh it's a lot of fun everybody it's critically acclaimed and it kept us alive during our 90-day non-compete clause. Yeah, you can find me on uh, Twitter. Actually, all socials pretty much at Suave Mansour, S-U-A-V-E-M-A-N-S-O-O-R. Uh, I got a link tree where you can check out my cameo, our merch, all kinds of good stuff. And uh, check out our TikTok and Instagram page, The Insiders TV, Insiders with a Z, where you can see uh, really wonderful clips put together by our talented editor, Sam Origins. Uh, of stories that we tell about our time in WWE. They're hilarious. Oh, and follow us on YouTube where we post the uh, VODs from Twitch. But we have some stuff coming up that I think you guys are really going to enjoy. Uh, yeah, I did hear a little bit about that on your uh, Twitch stream yesterday. Uh, do watch their Twitch channel. Very funny stuff. Uh, they, they, they'll show you the true meaning of uh, how to use cage match, which is just to guess wrestling <laughs> cage match <laughs> wins. <laughs> That's what it's for, right? I, I saw that. I saw that. What do I use cage match for? Discourse. And as soon as, uh, no, I'm like, yeah, it, it's for guessing ratings with your friends. You That's can see the chat right. right now. They're ooking. They're ooking out. They're ooking out in the chat. Do you know what ook is? Ook ook is something that we made up on our stream because we uh, we have this theory, this Austin theory, that um, the only <laughs> thing you need to get over is a one syllable catchphrase. Because just at the end of the day, the uh, the fans are just, uh, they're just monkeys. They're, just they're cavemen. They're mm -hmm. cavemen. And all you mm -hmm. need to do is get them to go, ook, 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 and bam, you'll get over. You'll be a huge star. <laughs> Checks out, honestly. There's, there's, there's definitely science behind that. Seriously. For sure. There's wow. got to be. Well, thank you so much for your time, and thank you for joining us. I'm really Appreciate happy to get you guys on here. And, uh, all the best to you getting out there, getting all these bookings and uh, showing people what you've got cooked up and what, uh, what, what uh, you know, what's coming up from MXM. Uh, thank you. Thank you thank very you much guys. again. Have a great Thanks day. Thanks for having us. Reg. You. Happy what's Wednesday, up, dude. Up? Hey, what's going on, man? I'm happy to be back here on Indeed. It feels like it's been a long time. You know what I mean? Yeah, I know. Two weeks is like... It, it, it that one week gap just feels like forever it's crazy and i was thinking about it. i posted that thing uh where i uh last week was women of podcast week and if i would have did the podcast veda would have been in there too like i really just screwed this whole thing up not, not buying there shout out to beta um it's just like that last week was an accident you guys it won't happen again no. we're here to give you all the best independent wrestling you can talk about it's crazy mike yeah they uh WrestleMania weekend, I guess, is coming up. People are getting geared up. They're announcing things. And I'm still on the fence, but I'll probably end up being out there. It's like, it's different at this point because like 10 years ago, it was like all about independent wrestling weekend. Like that's the point of going. Like you see the best independent wrestling and, it, and the things are yeah. away and you end up at a certain point. Now it's like, independent there's wrestlemania weekend you know every couple weeks 
somebody's having mm. a super show or there's straight up week restivals like there's weekends worth of wrestling all the time so it doesn't exactly hit the same as it used to you know yeah to a degree i will say that you know it's it's obviously you get like a lot of super uh you know super premier names in one spot for a week and it's like so that you know the opportunities open up a little more at mania week than any other week it feels like but realistically Mm -hmm. like you yeah you get these crazy super shows so often now that it's like yeah Uh, this year feels a little different to me because there are so many like people that have hit free agency people right I, I think that also like that plays a lot into it too. Is like mm-hmm. uh, you know there's there's going to be some people showing up for their first independent stuff maybe like ever or in years. True. So you know that always adds something different to it. The, the announcement that I saw uh, it has nothing to do with the collective or Mania Week or anything. But did you see that Great Sasuke is going to be in the fucking Jersey Jacob? Dude, yes. This morning I woke up and saw that and was like, what? Uh-huh. What do you mean? What a, what, a, what an amazing what an amazing random entrant, and I uh, oh, I I hope he makes it through like a couple of rounds. That'll be awesome. Like the 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 work that they've been doing in JCW, and they I don't this bones I don't think the J Cup is free. I think it might be broadcasted on Triller TV, but the way that they yeah. do their shows for most of their shows are free. You can watch mm-hmm. them online. Battle Bowl I just watched uh, very recently um, for free online. And them bringing back this tournament last year was a banger. They had some fire-ass matches, fire entries. But this year to have, like, the guy that started the J-Cup and the one of the Japanese wrestling gods there is like, this is way different. Things are going to be crazy. I see all the wrestlers putting in their bid like, please, please, let it be me. Let it be me. Yeah, everybody and their dog is trying to get that first-round matchup with the with, uh, <laughs> with Sasuke. That's crazy. Uh did you happen to catch any of that DPW show from the week? Like any of the DPW from the weekend? There was a. I didn't get to edit. see the full thing. I saw some clips of it though. It looked pretty fire. We got to get like a full in-depth DPW discussion or something here on the show. Yeah, we definitely do. Uh, it's going to be interesting booking guests because uh, can we talk about next month? What we're doing? Yeah, let's talk about it. Let's talk about it. Let's talk about it. I put the tweet out um, a few days ago uh february's black history month as you know um so we're gonna try to do something a little bit special over here i want to try to play tribute to black independent wrestling so i'm gonna have a month worth of black independent wrestlers here hopefully having some guest hosts of some wrestlers you know everybody has seen the tweet a lot of wrestlers have put in their bid um, get in here and just talk some independent wrestling, the best black independent wrestling. I make the BW 500, of course. So bunch of numbers from that. Mike's going to bow out respectfully like a real friend should. And yeah. uh, let me take the reins of this for uh, Black History Month. But I'm super excited because they, you know, that's my MO. I got here off of, mm-hmm. you know, going to bat and going to war for black wrestling. So I'm going to try to pay tribute here and do some round tables i think is what we're going down to because i think specifically on the show we've had so many fun round tables i think if uh yeah. i do a couple of black wrestling ones we get down to some brass tax facts i think it'll be dope honestly too you've had you had so many replies to the tweet i'd like it was too many you, 
you'd 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 need it you need to do an episode every day to get all the people to get to try to get everybody who replied on as a guest you like, i love it yeah yeah round table round tables are definitely gonna have to be the way but uh and yeah i'm gonna i'm gonna sit out for a month i'm not going to be not here uh i'll not actually here. just i'm actually gonna just be sitting off screen like still producing the show uh you know do, doing all my normal other stuff that i do while i'm like actively here talking but yeah what like we, we we don't really need uh the 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 white guy on a podcast this month so like it's i i have nothing to contribute to the conversation this is uh this is this this is listening and learning time for me so that's what uh that's what i'm using the month for and uh if if you happen to look anything like me i highly encourage you to do the same don't like skip out on the show please you know like Watch, watch, yeah, watch and learn. Watch and learn some stuff because I guarantee it's not just for black wrestling fans. Yes, this is going to be for some. Everybody. There's going to be some great conversation. I can guarantee. So, like, I'm, I can't, I can't wait for it. I'm look, I'm very excited to, uh, for, yeah, just do this for, uh, do this for the whole month. That's going to be yeah. awesome. And it's a cool variety of people that could be featured. There's some world champions in there. There's some women's wrestlers. There's some beginners. There's some middles. There's some advanced. Like, I'm really excited about kind of presenting. I have this idea of the way to present it. And I think it'll be really dope. So, yeah, look out for that coming in February. Um, Rest in peace to Ice Train. I don't know what show I would say that on, but I want to say that on some show. Because yeah. that guy was black wrestling when black wrestling didn't exist anywhere. When there was four black wrestlers on TV, he was one wrestler there. And rest in peace to that guy. It's crazy. All these wrestlers just pass away and they don't get their flowers. They deserve their, their mm. flowers. I'm going to try to do something a little more in-depth for the homie. I'm thinking writing or something because he deserves it. So rest in peace to the homie. Fire nice fucking rule as a tag team, by the way. Come on, man. Like, that, oh, my God. That formula of two big bruisers, that's just such a classic, timeless formula. That, like, child Mike watching some WCW as a kid, that is, yeah, give me those dudes all day. Fire and ice, great name, too. Absolutely. (laughs) Absolutely. Uh, you got anything uh i i i know you i know you saw an announcement from west coast pro today that you were uh you're talking about you needing some floor space to get your spinning off uh get some lucha shit happening get a little mannered yes of course i can't have an indeed the week of west coast pro without talking about the show uh tonight mm-hmm. if you guys are around in the area bay area at the West Coast Pro Wrestling Academy, they're having a student showcase. I have Ooh. a podcast, so I won't be able to be there. You guys, please put it on a different day so I can go one day. But if you are interested, um, I think they were running a deal. Uh, you can try. If you want to go and check it out, you're interested in becoming a wrestler, West Coast Pro. These their students that are on the shows or that, that were students did this showcase and bit, went on to the show. Like West Coast Pro, mm-hmm. one of the hottest independent West Coast promotions in the world. So that just shows you the dedication. If you do that, that's where you can land. But that's leading to this Saturday, ill-mannered main event. The West Coast Pro champion, Starboy Charlie, is going to take on Alpha Zoe. We've had Alpha Zoe on the pod. We talked about his come up from 
little young guy to this dedicated to the gym, being in Japan for some time now, having an excursion. Very exciting times. Titus and Vinny are also out in Japan having an amazing time out in Dragon Gate and doing these amazing things that I didn't know was possible. Shout out to Scott for kind of orchestrating this whole thing, being kind of the, you know, the the Geppetto and behind the scenes playing all the buttons and doing all the things. Awesome for my crew. But yeah, this Saturday, they're bringing me a Lucha banger, Scott, uh, Mike. I'm high. I'm sorry. They're bringing me a Lucha banger. I get to watch some flipping and spinning up close and personal. I'm super excited about it because they did at the last LA show. They had a match like this and I was jealous. I tweeted. I said, if you don't bring me one of these six man Lucha bangers, I'm going to be upset. And this Saturday (laughs) it's going to happen. We're back at the Irish Cultural Center. San Francisco, not South South San Francisco, but San Francisco. This is going to be some exciting stuff, Mike. Um, West Coast Pro shows feel like family. I haven't seen my family in a minute, so I'm excited about it. Yeah, it's a crazy show. Uh, the match, the match that Red is talking about is El Kakui and Los Vipers versus mm-hmm. La Estrella, Aramis, and Iron Kid. Mm. Uh, There's not enough space for everybody to flip. I'm excited to see people getting landed on. Have you seen God. people get landed on at shows? Because they say every independent show, if you've been to one, they say at the beginning, if a wrestler comes flying at you, Get out of the way. But somehow, new wrestling fans never hear that part. And every time a wrestler comes flying at them, I've seen it at West Coast Pro, somebody get moonsaulted. I'm like, dude, yeah. move. I So it's weird for me at wrestling shows because, like, I also go to a lot of – I also go to hardcore shows. Yep. And so I, you know, I'll be – I, I I'm 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 very much like a I like to watch things from up close perspective. So I mm-hmm. usually I, I usually sit ringside for a wrestling show. I will try to stand at the front of the stages or as close as I possibly can at any hardcore show or music or concert that I'm going to. Uh so like I'm just like I'm so used to catching stage divers and having people <laughs> land so on. So you're me trying to bit. catch wrestlers as well. And I'm just like well, it's just like I I'm like, oh yeah, I should move. Because this is different, you know. It's it's it, my, my yeah. So it there's like yeah, move. It's it's like <laughs> you don't also move. I'll, yeah, just move, please. Mm-hmm. Um, I will say though, shout out to me, uh, because I am like I am the base god of stage dive catchers. Yeah, uh, I I'm the I'm the gringo loco, gringo loco of, of catching dive. people who dive off of stage at hardcore shows. <laughs> if you if you want to not get dropped when you uh, when you're jumping off the stage, look for me. Mike will uh, even sacrifice his face to do it. I've seen. He, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, mm-hmm. that that was that, that was the time, and that's also where I caught my cold. So like that, <sighs> I got double whammy. I got. Yeah, I got I went out I went out for one night and got super fucked up like for And then you missed that you were going to go to a show, right? A wrestling show. I was sick, so I didn't want to be like guy going out into the community while I'm sick and mm-hmm. you know, like I still sound kind of congested today and it's been like a week and a half. So you can right. imagine last week I was like I was just droplets everywhere. And droplets. Uh, <laughs> yeah, just dro- just I was I was the droplet guy. Just just everywhere. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, I, I actually missed three wrestling shows last oh, week. Oh, damn. I, I had a Thursday, Friday, Saturday weekend planned out. Come on. 
yeah. So I ended up missing. Uh, I missed a man lucha on Thursday, which oh, uh, the triple which threat in- match. Yes, which included that triple threat match. Uh, oh, no. But I was I was so sick. I could I like I barely I barely felt like getting out of bed that day. Still, so mm-hmm. uh, and then Friday I started to feel pretty decent, but I still wanted to you know stay home and be safe. Same with Saturday. Uh, next time I'm out, there's Alpha One on February 4th. That's like my next time out. In Better get in a bubble for some wrestling. Look now, I'm my immunity is going to be nice and nice and high. You know, I uh, the, just like the rest of me, I'm, I'll be out at Alpha One. It'll be a great time. I'll be able to give everybody high fives. You know, you some, know what this pan- pandemic and COVID and shit really killed. The blunt cipher. Shout out to being at a wrestling show because everybody wants to get high. And that little, if you are networking, you know how important a cipher is. I've made some deals of a lifetime in a cipher, and this pandemic is just destroying it. Still, it's still like because everybody's coughing. I'm like, I don't, I don't want to share with you, dude. You're nasty. This is I've gotten sick in a cipher. Yeah, that's so. That's what I'm worried about. Is that like. You know, so I'm I, I'm I know I'll be good by the show, but like, yeah, it's I feel bad every time I'm at a show now because I'm like, I don't I don't know. Do I want to? So so my new strat, my new my new strategy is uh, I just bring a ton of pre-rolls with me. Right. Mm. And uh, if, if 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 somebody is giving me the like, you might be you might be sick. Five, I just give them their own pre-roll. Gotcha. Okay. I'm just, like, I'm just like, here, this is for you. It's okay. Mm-hmm. We, we, it's okay. We'll, we're, yeah, we'll, we'll face these. Don't worry. It's cool. Well, it's, I'm always I, just like in the moment, though. I'm like, oh, the homie. What's up, the homie? And I'm like, and then I'm like, oh, I wasn't supposed to do yeah. that. Or like, it's one homie, and you're like, oh, it's just going to be one homie. And then ten, at the end, it's like 10 people. You're like, oh, shit. <laughs> people walk up. This. People walk up. Hey, can I get in on that? It's like I, mm-hmm. I barely, I barely know you. I just kind of see you around here, but like, yeah. I guess so. But look, that's how you make all these friends. Now you, that's now stupid. you're talking to ten different people. You guys are vibing. Everybody's smoking. You're loving the exactly. wrestling. Like it's hard to uh, replicate that. We got to figure it out. Figure out a way. Yeah, yeah. There's got to be like a we we, we got to find the germ-free way of doing this. The... <sighs> Rest in peace. Yeah, like what are, we, what are we? What are we all gonna do? Stand around and like eat our own edible together, and then wait forty five minutes. Uh, <laughs> that doesn't hit the same, man. Don't exactly. hit the same. Exactly. <laughs> oh, you done with exactly. your brownie? <laughs> yeah. You feeling that yet? No. <laughs> no. <laughs> Meanwhile, your other friend is like lost they've 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 got they've gone dug in the hangover you can't find them in the morning <laughs> one of your friends is in the ring you're like wait no you're not supposed to be in there dude <laughs> yeah yeah it's still real for him damn it <laughs> gets tricky out there it gets yeah. tr- yo use a caution you guys don't run into yeah. the ring no yeah don't, oh god <laughs> please yeah don't. i hate that we still have to have these lessons but i still see at shows especially when at drunk shows the Mm -hmm. la gcw shows i always think someone's gonna run in there and you know like there's a vibe on the la gcw crowd i'm always like dude don't run in there you're gonna get murdered they never do but they get really close all the time yep uh yep not gonna name names because we don't want to give him any glory uh but you know he he got stomped out by jacob (laughs) he got kicked 
He got kicked by Daniel Garcia a couple times. Still hasn't learned, man. After Fatu, you're still like that? This is crazy. Uh, 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 So I, I'm, Again, not you know, not gonna name names. Have a friend who's a, a an LA uh, a fan regular, so mm-hmm. I've I've I hear some things about the LA crowd sometimes, and you, I I'm I'm really 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 uh, it, it's really funny because I'm like, wow, fans are like, not only is wrestling kind of different in different regions, but like yeah. fans are even kind of yeah. different in different regions, and that's something mm-hmm. that's like you don't really realize it because you're just used to being at the shows that you go to until mm-hmm. you go, you hear about it from someone else or you like, you know, things like LA where the same things keep kind of happening and you're like, what's up with these people? Yeah. You know, it's like the GCW where they have the shows. It's like off of Melrose in LA. It's like a way different environment than most wrestling shows are presented in. So you get, fans off the street like the vibes are at la wrestling shows especially independent shows are so different it's kind of like hood slam here in in oakland of like you wouldn't expect some of these people to be in the crowd so some of them don't know how to act they don't know what they're, what they're doing they don't know where they where they are at some point so it gets interesting and sometimes the line gets very fine what so why why is it that the line manages to get crossed in LA, but then like you go a few hours north to Oakland and it's like no, we're good, we'll, we'll stay on our side of the we, we 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 see the line, we're not crossing it. Uh and it's funny because the media would tell you that Oakland's crazy. You would think all the hood slam shows people are getting ripped apart at this point, but no, it's just like a different like the. Uh, it's funny that you bring that up. I never get that vibe at hood slam of anybody's gonna run in the ring. There's a bunch of first timers every single time, but they're just like, oh, a wrestling show. This is chill or let me get another drink or nothing of that sort. The L.A. fans are just like, we're drunk and I want to fight. I'm in this match. And it's like, you're not in this match, dude. Like, you should probably relax. They always cross the line and GCW keeps it. They always think, are they going to do something about it? And the next show, it happens again. So I don't know, man. Did Brett ever respond to our little tweet that we put out? Where you at, Brett? Why are you hiding from us? Come on, Brett. Why are you hiding? Just come on the show, man. We we love GCW. We talk about GCW all the time. Constantly. Constantly. Brett. Watching it this weekend. Brett. Both shows. We talked. The show is a GCW affiliate. I'm going to. WrestleMania weekend is all GCW. That's all I do. I write an article every single year being like the GCW show, specifically the for the culture show. For the last three years, dude. Come on. We give it up over here. I go on other podcasts and preview the collective every year. <laughs> Brett. Come on, Brett. Come on, Brett. Come on, Brett. But no, for reals, Brett, come talk to us. I feel like we've said Brett so much. It doesn't sound like a real name anymore. <laughs> Brett. <laughs> Brett. Brett. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta get, stop giving us a show at this yeah. point, I think. Yeah. <laughs> What happened to Indeed? Oh, Indeed screwed Indeed. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> like how you brought it back around. See, Mike, you're good at this. You're good at this. Hey, I know. I know. People should pay me to do more work. <laughs> you saw that Akira tweet? I added you. Oh, thank, thank you so much. Yes, I, uh, yeah. Yeah, I like to edit videos and, and make Damn. money. So, so, like, coincidentally, <laughs> pay me to edit videos. I'm saying. <laughs> you got cash. A lot of people want videos edited these days. I like how that um we kind of talked about it with mason mansour mm-hmm. of like 
the new crop of generation is everybody's trying to get some professional videos. Everybody's investing in, not mm -hmm. everybody, but a lot of people are investing in cooler videos because they see like, now we're seeing like the traction that a video can get online. Like AEW fans are making videos and the wrestlers and the company are retweeting mm -hmm. it and anything like that could get traction so quickly and you're seeing an, an increase in it. So yeah, man, hop right in there. It's time, I think. Yeah, honestly, like speaking of which, uh, shout out to shout out to him. But uh, Von Vertigo, he wrestled Mustafa Ali at C4 last Friday. It aired on IWTV last night. But that's someone who does so much work to promote his matches outside mm -hmm. of just like he'll tweet about his match. He'll actually take the time to film, edit, uh, you know, he it, it helps him that he works as a video edit, you know, does like, yeah video editing work as you know in his day job anyway but you know like takes the time to actually you know make these things for his matches and kind of transfer his skill set over and uh it's really shown with like some of the opportunities that have come his way now and like the you know a lot of the way he's able to promote and present himself uh you, know, you see a lot of people doing that uh yeah. mxm literally mm -hmm. like that's that's kind of, you know, that thing that Effie was talking about when he was here is that difference of what's setting, you know, some people who, you know, come off of TV, they come out into the independent scene. And it's like some people just do the like, hey, I, hey, I was on TV 90 days ago. Give me money to be on your show. Yep. And then you have the people like MXM and, you know, like AJ Francis, Matt Cardona, who's been doing it almost like made the blueprint for how to be a successful you know former tv star that i mean is... independent wrestler of the year for like the last four years like far yeah. away he wins like, every time <laughs> like for you know as as far as for as far as a, a, a way to transfer your name value as a former tv star into like the modern independent wrestling landscape matt cardona like, is the mvp of it yeah absolutely he's he had he's like established the standard for how to do it at the highest possible level now. Like he make like like there's wrestlers that are looking with even with this wide landscape of WWE's making billion dollar deals, AEW's killing it. There's wrestlers that are looking at Effie and Matt Cardona and thinking, well, maybe I could just do that. Like that, they're making money. They're overseas. They're booked every single weekend. They are over everywhere that they go. Maybe that's a viable option for me when it didn't used to be like you independent wrestling. It's like, I'm going to get in and try to get a big contract and get out. But like these guys are showing, no, you could be a hot independent wrestler, make a lot of money and have the best time. I'm really interested to see what, what names kind of we get to add to this conversation as time goes on. And like mm -hmm. people make that investment in themselves and they're, uh, you know, they're kind of like brand and their content. Yeah. Like, you know, on an independent level, you know, even speedball with his vlogs, his Twitch streaming right. and stuff like that. Like it's, you know, it's there. There's it, it, like, shit. We had BMD here two weeks ago and the mm -hmm. uh, his our chat has never been so active ever in an episode before. And it was entirely mostly like his Twitch community coming over right. here to see what his podcast appearance ended up being like, you know, and yeah, it, it's, it's the communities that hearing what he said of like wrestling is almost a side business to my Twitch thing. And like, that's becoming the norm of people being like, I'm also a wrestler, but I'm really doing my thing over here with these Twitch. I got this community. I got these family 
members that come and join me every day. I think that's really awesome kind of adding on to it. But don't forget about the graps, you guys. We like wrestling, too. Yeah. I know wrestling probably don't pay as much as the damn Twitch streams at this point, which is crazy. (laughs) Good job on your side hustles, everybody. Straight up. All right, Raj, we've been at this for about an hour, so let's uh, let's let's wrap it up for the week. Uh, next week, I'm you know actually I'll look. I'm gonna be gone for a month, uh, so find me at Alpha One uh, Sunday, February fourth. No, we got one more week. I was looking at the calendar. Wait, do we really? Yeah, oh, it's no. not it's not Feb- February yet. <laughs> next week is the thirty first. Yeah, I, I didn't book us a guest dates i, I got the calendar i'll fuck about up. something <laughs> i'll figure it out i'll find us maybe we'll have a round time. table to get kick it off Ooh. before then oh oh man yeah. come maybe back we'll, uh, oh shit open the open the mystery door mm-hmm. that'd be cool but uh yeah. well then i'll i'll talk about all that shit then i guess yeah. uh you know oh it's something i did want to say really quick though uh if yeah. you go in the video description today there's a link to a tweet and there's also a ticket link. There's two ticket links. Ticket link number one is for Effie's Big Gay Brunch in Tampa this Saturday. There's still some tickets left. Go grab those. But uh, ticket number two is for a show. It's not taking place until Sunday. Or ticket link number two is it's for a show that's not taking place until Sunday, February 18th. But grab yourself some tickets because uh, they're homies and I want to support them. Uh, the Wrestlers Lab, Showabunga 2. Happening at the Ridgefield Park Mecca Sunday, February 18th. Alex Fire. Yep. Uh, grab a ticket for that. Cards at Sade. Uh, Elo Deal versus Trevor. Uh, gonna have Akira versus Shotgun Adams. Got Billy Dixon versus Big Daddy Adriana. It's a great show. And uh, ooh, that tag. Uh, that is that a four way or is that a tag match? I gotta look at that. Oh my god. But uh, yeah, grab a ticket. Also, there's a tweet there. Uh, they have a really cool Ninja Turtles Wrestling Lab ooze shirt. And uh, pre-orders are open until tomorrow, so grab a shirt because uh, it looks cool. You know, support some wrestling. Uh, if you're taking sponsorships, you can sponsor some talent. Do all that. Yep. In the meantime, though, uh, Reg, where could everyone find you at uh, between now and next week? Uh, you know, you can find me every Wednesday here on Indeed. Mike, we talk about the best independent wrestling in the world. we got some cool stuff coming this year. Uh, every Wednesday night, I'm on with Denise, the AEW Dynamite Post shows, one of my favorite shows of the week. You know, Denise and I, silly as hell all the way through. Thursdays, mm-hmm. I'm on with Kate. We're talking Ring of Honor, the post show. Tomorrow's Ask Rhapsody, so definitely tune in for that. Got some cool, fun stuff with that. And then every Saturday is Grapsody, Righteous Reg, Phil Lindsay, talking the best wrestling of the week always exciting stuff i think i might be on with denise doing a royal rumble show sometime this weekend a post show so i'll see you guys hell yeah uh as for me mike from indeed everywhere across all the socials uh follow us on tiktok at indeed podcast we'll have some clips from our chat with mxm up there to uh you know throughout the week so you know you can uh share those and help us get some engagement on that side uh i'll be Brunch gimmick, love wrestling on Sunday. Don't really know what else I'm doing. Uh, I don't know. I do this show. That's it. Like yep. I, it's Mike from Indeed, not Mike from anywhere else, really. So, uh, yeah. But you know, if you want me anywhere else, uh, DM me. I got free time. Yeah, we'll talk. In the meantime, go to a show, buy some merch, watch some streams, uh, watch Big Gay Brunch on Saturday, and uh, West we'll Coast see you next Pro time. too. 
Yes, West Coast Pro. Oh my Panic. god, so many shows again every weekend. Robbie, it's the best. All right, have a good week. We'll see you on Wednesday.